0: So I just wanted to give a little bit of a trigger warning before um, this podcast actually starts. Um, For those of you that do not like bugs, this might not be your cup of tea. Um, That is totally fine. That is okay. We don't go into like great detail about the bugs themselves. We just talk about metaphysical things. Um, So if you're okay with that um, and want to continue, you know, watching or listening, that is totally fine. Um, But if you need to stop right here, that's fine too as well. Um, we will definitely be doing other things in the future, uh, about training your Claire's. Um, and it will still be a fun time. Uh, so like I said, if it's not your cup of tea, you might want to jump off now, um, uh, and click out of it. Um, if so, we'll go ahead and get into the podcast now. Mm-hmm. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Off-Brand Mediums. My name is Russell, and I'm your Off-Brand Medium, because it never feels like the real thing. Um, Today, we are in a new location. This is the new studio, but it's literally my office. Um, It's as nice as I could make it (laughs) for the time being. This is a very temporary setup, so uh, this eventually will be moving to my living room. Uh, at some point and there will be a little bit of a better setup but that is to come in the future so what are we talking about today today we are going to be doing um a training your clairs, uh and the claire that we're training today is claire audience uh in particular because that is my strong suit uh <laughs> so that is what we are will be starting with um for training our clairs. um so how is this gonna work so uh, what we will be doing today is we will be taking our uh, a list of bugs that I have collectively uh, taken from multiple different social media that I asked for last week. Um, and there were a lot of inputs uh, on that particular thing because there are a lot of bugs that people thought were cool um, and all that kind of jazz. So um, I compiled them all into a list and I have made what I have deemed to be called the wheel of bugs i really hope that there's a sound effect or something there that's like <laughs> really good um cuz i haven't came up with that sound yet so we'll find out um also apologies if i'm for the the youtube viewers if i'm not looking directly at you i have a screen that's to the right of this that i'm looking at that's me and i'm very paranoid that i'm recording three different things at once I'm really paranoid that it's it's not going to go well. So if I glance a lot to the right, it's because I'm looking at these record lights. Um, so how is this going to work? So uh, what we're going to do is uh, for all of them, and I think that we are going to be doing 10 today. Um, and if that right there was just like dubbed over, that means I changed it because it went on for too long. <laughs> and you know that I spent a long time <laughs> trying to get this video uh, together. So um, hopefully 10, maybe. I don't know. We're going for 10 at least to start with. So we are going to spin the wheel of bugs. Um, and in the, the description um, and in the show notes, I'm going to have a list of all the bugs in order that I will be like, we will be going through. So then that way you can go through Um, all of them beforehand so what you'll do is you'll pause before you're gonna look at the list of bugs and you guys are gonna guess what bugs um, make what noises now I know there's some on this list that are not uh, they're like those already make noises but that does not mean that is the only noise they make it could be the only noise that they make but if you get something different than me that doesn't mean that you're wrong that just means that you're perceiving something differently and that is okay No one here is right. No one here is wrong. I will say what I hear. You might hear something totally different. That's totally okay. So you're going to take that list. Um, You are going to guess what everything sounds like metaphysically using clairaudience if you have it or other senses. You can use other clairs too as well. It doesn't necessarily have to be clairaudience. Um, That is just what I'm going to be using the most as well as probably claircognizance because as we have stated before, claircognizance Cognizance is a bitch. So, you know, that's just the way that that works. Sometimes it's just Claire Cognizant information all the time. Um, then uh, what you're going to do is you're going to take that list and you're going to come over to YouTube if you're on the like non-YouTube platforms um, and you're going to, in the comments, paste that section of your guess, uh of all your guesses, um, and we'll see who gets the same thing as me. Um, and see what everyone else gets. Uh, it'll be a fun time. And if you come from one of the platforms um, that do have uh, that don't have comments so like you come from Spotify or from Apple or, you know, all the other different platforms, Amazon, I believe I, we, we put this out on too. Uh, if you come from one of those those platforms, please let me know in the comments below too. I would like to know where you guys listen to this at um i know we have a pretty big you know viewing on youtube but the other platforms it's a little hard to tell sometimes um which i didn't i didn't really expect that to be hard to tell but like we do get downloads you know here and there um of people listening i just don't know where it's at all the time i also don't know how to read the metrics so am i doing well on there i don't know but it's still going out there um but I do love all the podcast viewers. Doesn't matter where you're coming at. If you, if you leave comments, if you don't leave comments, I appreciate it. It is um, amazing. Um, I really do appreciate the support. Um, I can't state that enough. And I know I didn't state that a lot last year, but I will be saying it uh, quite often this year because I am very thankful for, uh, you know, your guys' support. It's it's great. Love it. Love you guys. Heart. Heart. Okay. Um, so once we go through that, I will be, uh, we'll spin the wheel. I will answer or give my interpretation of what I hear um, and things that I perceive. It won't necessarily be all Claire audience, but I will try with Claire audience first. Um, and then at the end, once we kind of go through all the information for all the bugs, I will be going through this book right here. Um, this is called Animal Power. Um, it is by Allison Charles. Um, I will be sure to include a link in the comments below this book is fantastic. And um, about three days ago, it trolled the shit out of me with my spirit guide sign being in here too as well, which was the praying mantis, which I might talk about a little bit too as well because it really blew my mind. It was very accurate. Um, so we will get meanings from this. Um, and if there is, they are not in this book, I will Google it and I will find uh, a meeting for it and we'll see you know, what they say. So... Let's go ahead and start with the first bug that was picked from viewer submissions. This setup is so elaborate. (laughs) There's a mouse here. I've got a laptop here. I've got a camera here. I've got a camera here. There's two cameras now. For those of you that are, you know, on Spotify, you're probably a little bit lost. There has never been two cameras. There's only been one, but now there are two. Uh, Let's go ahead and spin the wheel of bugs. Also, there will be... Um, probably two in here that I'm going to actually like pick myself. All the other ones are going to be completely random. Um, so we won't, I won't be like, I've never looked these up before. I've never, um, you know, I've never really like talked to the most of these bugs. Alrighty. So the first one we'll go ahead and get into, uh, we're going to go ahead and spin the wheel of bugs. I really hope there's a cool sound effect there, but maybe you'll just get the sound effects from this wheel. That'll be it. We'll see what happens. Which ones are going to be? Let's see. Cicadas. Literally, the first one is one that already makes noises. So first of all, I'm going to look this up in my book. I'm going to take a second here to see what other things cicadas have got to say to me. Okay, so the first one is cicadas, which cicadas obviously are famous for making a lot of noise, whatnot. It is not in this book, which I know this says that it's animal power. Um, It's also, they're bugs. There are 100% bugs in here. Um, So like crickets, they're in here. They also have these really pretty images. It's so pretty. It's such a pretty book. Like, look at these. I'm getting distracted from what I should be doing. Clams, look how pretty that is uh chameleons uh, oh, so pretty um but uh cicadas <laughs> while they have their very annoying noise they also um they oh they're trying to tell me stuff hold on they also like they make like a weird chewing noise and it's like chewing gum that's what that sounds like to me um because it's very very hard to hear over their noisy you know ruckus that they make 24 7 for like half the year um but they make like a chewing noise which is really gross it's like smacking gum like into like a microphone just ooh, i don't like that i feel like it's like when they like come out of their like little weird shell things i don't know the technical terms, like when they shed their like skin or whatever, I'm pretty sure that's a thing they do, right? Cicadas do that. I don't know. I don't know anything about these, a lot of these at least. Um, So they kind of make like that weird noise. Um, They, they talk funny too. They're wait. Are cicadas the ones that, that like live in the ground for hold on. Now I got to know which ones I'm pretty sure cicadas are the ones that like live. Oh no. Hold on. Google. Okay. Yeah. So cicadas are the ones that live under the ground. So maybe that's like them like chewing their way out from the depths of hell, which is just the earth because I think cicadas are disgusting. (laughs) Um, But they like make like a weird chewing noise and they're very um, they're like, I don't know. It's hard to explain how they talk when they talk. They (laughs) it's almost like they um, they show me like someone that's like it, you know how when there's someone that's younger um and they're like they act way older than their age and so they like kind of talk in like a like a a higher like kind of speaking um that you wouldn't expect from them which not to say that like the cicadas are dumb or anything but um <laughs> they're annoying that's for sure um but they kind of talk in this way where it's like they're very like grown up for their age um, at a very young age. And that's just the way that they talk all the time, which is really interesting and kind of crazy. I didn't really I didn't really think about that at all. <laughs> but they kind of like... Um, they talk about living in the ground for as long as they do because they are the ones that live under the ground, which is what I thought. Um, and they, they... I don't know how deep in the ground they go, but it's almost like it's never deep enough because they're like, there's so much ruckus above us all the time. Like, you guys are are so loud. You're so loud. Uh, and I don't know which cicadas I'm talking to, but they're, like, they talk in, like, a group. So I know that they come out and, like, you know, usually in, like, big groups of, like, cicadas come out at a time, like, every couple of years. Um, which their life cycle is wild, by the way, um, just from what I know so far. So, like, they kind of just, like, come out of the ground and have babies and then they die that's their cycle i guess um without like researching it um which is kind of sad but they they love living underground because it's like they're trying to escape how loud we are (laughs) how (laughs) what a funny way to explain that like i out of spite of how loud you guys are being am going to dig further into the ground so i don't have to hear you guys and then they come out of the ground and then they just make the most ruckus possible. How dare they? (laughs) That's so hypocritical. Uh, Are cicadas hypocrites? Holy crap. (laughs) That's kind of funny though. I like that, I love them. Now I have a weird attachment to cicadas. Um, So they kind of show me like, they live in like big packs under the ground maybe? Um, and they're like in like big, do they live in like big, like groups? I don't think they, it doesn't seem like they like individually go somewhere. Like maybe there's a couple that are like, actually, I don't want to sit next to you for the next, like, however many years when I'm in the (laughs) ground. Um, so they're kind of like, they're kind of a couple that are like spread out, but a lot of them are like big groups and like colonies. Um, which would make sense. That checks out to me. Um, hopefully that, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's, that's what I'm getting from that, which I could be incorrect. Uh, and that is okay. This is a judgment free zone, except I'm totally judging you. So I'm not judging anyone. I'm joking. I'm joking. It's fine. Everything is fine. Um, so very interesting that there are ones that are like, don't be near me. I don't want to be a part of this group. They're like the, the outcasts um, in some cases, um, which is funny. Um, they're kind of funny. They have a good sense of humor, at least. They're like, you guys are really loud. So when we come up above the ground, we're going to be even louder, which is accurate. Like c- Cicadas, especially in the years that like, they all come out together, it's crazy crazy it's so loud i cannot stand it i there are two things that drive me crazy and that is crickets and cicadas i absolutely can't take it and my claire audience just wants to explode listening to them (laughs) um so yeah um do they have i'm getting smell from them ew do they smell like like tree sap gross that's nasty i don't like that it's like that weird like they're sticky ooh why are cicadas sticky i don't like that they're gross that's gross um also i guess i should include a trigger warning at the beginning of this video so there'll probably be one Uh, (laughs) if you don't like bugs this is not your thing um (laughs) interesting oh my gosh okay um so metaphysically i am going to try and guess what they mean metaphysically um because i'm interested to see if i can get exactly what i pull up um because i'm gonna google it after this um and i'm gonna see what they mean like metaphysically um and see like what if you like use that as a spirit guide sign that might mean something for you so we will see what that is. But um, I feel like they are like symbols of like starting new, like a new cycle maybe um, and like starting fresh because it kind of seems like they're like in a like a, a repeating cycle all the time where they just come out of the ground. They, you know, come out of the ground. They lay their eggs or hash their eggs or, you know, whatever they do. And then they go back on the ground and they just kind of repeat this cycle. So it, to me, it feels like it's probably going to have something to do with cycles and something to do with like ending cycles potentially. Um, so let's look that up right now. Okay. So this is actually really interesting. I was kind of close. Um, I- I'm not going to lie. And I'm I'm really shocked that I was like as close as what I thought because I, I said it has to do something with cycles. Um, But cicadas symbolize a person's ability to be born again, but with a better capacity of expression and renewed honesty. It can indicate a complete change uh, and new life about to come. However, the past will not forbid an unknown different future to materialize. Uh, Cicadas symbolize your ability to speak with yourself. This is because cicadas are great communicators and are meant to inspire people to improve their communication levels. Communication with oneself is necessary, is necessary to uncover profound truth. This is really cool. Cicadas symbolize the new understanding of oneself and the deeper desires. Once the wishes are understood, a person can pursue their accomplishment. Each desire can be reached as far as a person can be patient and continue pursuing it. Cicadas also symbolize balance and the ability to listen <laughs> Claire audience, it could be a coincidence i don't think that's actually like a spiritual thing but it's fine uh they sing alone uh but they can do it together with other cicadas in harmony thus they also know how to listen to others in addition cicadas love the heat they are heat lovers that last part is you know a little fun tippet i guess i mean it makes sense they're, in, they're coming out in the summer usually I think it's really cool that they symbolize being born again um, and that's like a cycle like being born again like we're in this cycle here in in life in general and then like we have other things that symbolize that too as well I don't know I think that's pretty cool I don't know if that makes any sense but that's really cool I'm really glad that I got cicadas I was really scared for the ones that were like you know things that already make noise that they would I would not be able to perceive anything else about them um, but that's really cool So let's go ahead and do the second one. Now let's go and choose another one. So we'll go ahead and spin the wheel of bugs. Let's see here. What are we going to get? What are we going to get? Let's see. We've got. Oh butterflies. Of course butterflies because that if you don't know is one of my previous spirit guide signs in particular uh, yellow butterflies. um, I believe. Might have been blue butterflies, I think. It, no, it was yellow butterflies. Yellow butterflies was my one of my spirit guide signs. Um, they are. I, I have not been particular talked to butterflies at all before, but butterflies are a uh, definitely a symbol uh, when it comes to things spiritual. Spiritually, I can't talk when it comes to spirituality. Um, they are a symbol for sure. Um, and I bet you they're in this book. So give me just one second here. So butterflies are actually really sweet. Um, they they remind me their voices remind me of um uh bubbles from the Powerpuff Girl, which is so cute. Um, uh, because they like speak in that really high voice, um, and talk like that. At least that's the way that I perceive them. Um they are let's see they They make more of um like protective noises for me, so a lot of times they sound like they sound like chimes or like bells ring or like a tuning fork. um A lot of times they're attributed to like the butterfly effect, so like where if you were to like time travel, go back in time and you accidentally like you know change something, it's the butterfly effect, like the butterfly doesn't fly in the spot that it should, and everything goes crazy and you know everything's different now because we've we've affected one butterfly. Um so they make like a lot of protective noises and I don't know if that's why um because I mean I don't know anything about time travel. I haven't asked anyone about time travel before. Um maybe we'll do that in a future podcast. Um but it's interesting that they have like different noises. I wish that I could find and maybe in in post, uh, maybe I'll find the the tune that I can hear from them because they all make different tunes. Um, especially when they're in like the big like colonies. Um they make like it's like they make chords out of the different noises and everything. Which is really cool. That's really fun. That's so cute too, as well. Yeah, it's like a like a chorus of like different notes and tunes in some butterflies as well make slightly different noises um where they actually sound like they actually sound more like human like than anything um like singing like voices like in a chorus singing um sometimes they sound like that too as well that's really interesting that's really cool that's very clairaudient and i didn't expect them to be very audience because some of these aren't like bugs that you would expect to make a lot of noises but metaphysically they just they just sing that is so cool but they show me as well that the places that they do this at are important so there are spots specifically across like the world where these butterflies like have really big colonies and those places are very special. They're very spiritual places for some reason. Um, and they almost like protect those spaces metaphysically, which is so cool. That's amazing. I'm I'm mind blown. This is so much fun, guys. <laughs> I love this. Oh, my God. It's so they're so cute. Oh, and when they talk, they're so adorable. A lot of this information, I'm not like talking to to them in particular. Um My spirit guides are probably filling in a lot of information um, for me, which I assumed that that would happen. But there are some instances where like if there was a butterfly here, I would talk to it right now. Oh, my God. Um, Oh, my God. It's so cute. This is so this is adorable, man. We're a half hour. I'm a half hour into recording already. This is going to take forever of um, they have like a lavender smell to them, too, as well. They don't like they all like smell like pretty things, like a which I don't know. Maybe you don't think lavender smells pretty or whatever, but they kind of smell like pretty scents, like flower, flowery type scents, which is really cool. Now, this uh, is the first one that is actually in the book, um, and I'm gonna read it. Uh, it's so cute. I really love this book, and I haven't picked this book up um, at all. Um, since I bought it until recently and I've had this book for probably about a year because uh, I was like oh that'd be really cool to like sit there and lean you know learn about like the meanings of the different animals in here and which we might do more of this again in the future because this is really fun and I really love this um, but look how cute look at the butterfly oh okay so let's go ahead and let's read um, what it has to say so this book is really cool because it like kind of gives you like It gives you when to work with them. It gives you energy medicine and power practice. So like things that you can do to like channel butterflies, which is interesting because I never would have thought that that is something that, you know, I would be into doing um, or something that would be possible. Uh, Really cute. So let's go ahead and look at uh, when to work with me. Uh, When you're ready to evolve with joy, when you want to be filled with heartedness. Uh, when you're ready to get in sync with the energy of the universe, Uh, when you're ready to accept the magic of life is right here, right now. That to me is so interesting, just that like one section, because a lot of times people will attribute butterflies to those people who have passed, um, and they will take joy in just, you know, seeing those butterflies and being reminded of their loved ones. Um, And the fact that it's like, When you're ready to accept the magic of life is right here, right now. And a lot of times, like people like they're like, that was definitely one of my loved ones that have passed away. That's so pretty. So um, energy medicine. I'm your reminder not to take life too seriously. If the energies around or within you have felt harsh, heavy or dense, give yourself permission to lighten your vibe and be free. The color magic and aliveness of this earthy life is all here. Just waiting for you to be able to see. Through doing soul-level work, you'll access this lens more. Do you believe that the great transformation can be done with joy and ease? If yes, you're correct, and I'm here to amplify the sweet nectar in your life. Examine my flight patterns and observe my effortless ability to dance with joy and sweetness of this life. With all change is truly positive, it's important to know which phase of change you're in. Are you in the cocooning phase where it's important to rest and germinate? In the birthing phase where the new you is just ready to emerge? Or the full flight stage where the change is now embodied? Man, that is so heckin' cute. I can't deal with that. I should have guessed what the... What it was beforehand and i forgot to but that is so cute that's so perfect i don't even want to guess remember that by staying connected to great spirit and great mother earth you will be best aligned in achieving your goals with divinity and grace. that's so heckin cute guys so cute uh power practice which this is really interesting because this is where my like spirit guides kind of took over with my spirit guide sign Um, So if you have a sign that's butterfly, first of all, let me know in the comments below if you choose butterflies and which butterfly it is in particular. Because I like to choose signs that are really hard. Um, And while yes, that one was an easier sign, but sometimes if you choose like the more rare butterfly types, it kind of gives you like a little bit more ease of mind when it comes to like, you know, potentially... Mis misinterpreting a spirit guide sign or believing something's a spirit guide sign when it's actually not which i don't believe is something that happens all the time anyways um but like if i don't ever see my spirit guide sign and it shows up i know for a fact that that crap is real and that helps with validation so it's really helpful for validation just to know you know that this spirit guide sign is really hard for me to actually like see in my normal day-to-day life and for it to show up that is like just amplifies like my beliefs and everything when it comes to spirit guides. So um, I recommend when you choose a spirit guide um, sign and it's like a butterfly, choose something really specific because I chose yellow butterflies. And while there are a couple times where i like, I'm not sure, you know, um, if if that was real, like was, did it, was it just coincidence that there was a yellow butterfly? But what did I tell you? They will take whatever sign you have and they will amplify it by a thousand to make sure that you know for a fact that that is your sign and that that was brought to you. They will do that. And they did that to me at my friend's wedding. It was outside. It was in October. Um, it was beautiful outside. It was so nice. And I, we walked outside and I was actually in the wedding. Um, and as we are walking out, there's just a shitload. Of yellow butterflies all over this field which it, it wasn't like a field that had like a bunch of flowers in it or anything like that like it was cut down um, it was a really nice venue but everywhere butterflies and especially butterflies around where my friend's grandma who passed away they left a seat open for her and they were like flying around that spot too so it's wild Um, when they do like actually show you that stuff a lot of times they'll amplify it if it's something that's like going to be easy for you to see in your area. Like yellow butterflies are common in this area, which is why I switched it to as well. But the fact that they amplified it was like, okay, that's real. This is happening. I believe it now, which I still don't believe I'm a medium, but it's fine. Everything is fine. Let's go ahead and read the power practice. Um, So this practice will help cultivate joy and lightheartedness by working with butterflies flight. Close your eyes and imagine you're watching a beautiful butterfly fluttering in a lush garden, moving with ease and lightness from flower to flower. What activity can you visualize yourself stepping into that will allow you to feel this sense of joy and playfulness? It could be dancing, singing, collecting flowers, swimming in the ocean, rolling around in the grass, whatever you choose, commit to staying present in this visualization. Experience. Let go of past and future thoughts as you embody the butterfly's lightness uh, and liberation. When you have finished, close your eyes and thank the butterfly for bringing this reminder into your life, and ask it to help you keep things light in the future. Oh my heart, oh so hecking cute! I love this book. I really do. It's so good. I I'm going to link this in the comments, um, and if anyone wants to you know, buy it and support it. I would totally recommend it. I don't know if there's more than one of these. I thought that there were, but I couldn't find any information when I looked it up. Um, But this is so cute. And Alison, thank you for making this book. If you ever see this, I don't know if you ever watch this, but thank you for making this book. It really means a lot. And it is very specific uh, to me too as well that I, I didn't expect with my spirit guide sign. Love this. Man, I was not expecting this to work as well as what it has so far. I'm so happy with this podcast. This is like gonna be one of my favorite podcasts. Um, This is so fun. Oh my gosh. All right, here we go. We're gonna go ahead and spin the wheel of bugs and we're gonna go ahead and do the third one. Let's see, what do we got? We got moths. Um, Moths are interesting. Um, They don't, I feel like they have lower energy. They feel very sloth-like to me. So that's really funny that you got moths right after that. I feel like they're the opposite of butterflies in the fact that they're not necessarily like not protective or anything, but they have like lower tones, which is really interesting to hear. And they like have like the, they're literally the opposite of butterflies. That's amazing. (laughs) I didn't think that that would be a thing. I'm sorry. I'm having so much fun with this. I, like, I hope you guys too are, are also having a lot of fun. But this is really cute. Um, and I, now I know that I need to do this again. Yeah, they're like the opposite of butterf- butterflies. They have like lower tones. They, um, they kind of like speak in lower voices too. Like... Yeah. Just maybe, maybe not as scary as this voice, but like a lower voice. <laughs> I love that. Is this this one right? Oh my God. I've never played with this board, but this is really fun. But yeah, they're speaking like a lower voice. As well. So like they kind of... <laughs> I love playing with this board too as well. I've not played with it, it- um but they kind of speak in like a lower voice they're very um they're kind of like higher knowledge or like higher knowing or like heightened knowing they kind of talk about how they Ooh, that's interesting there are people that watch through the moths and it's like different spiritual things come through moths weird but they're very quiet and graceful like they don't make a lot of noise like the lower t- tones like it's like they almost have more control over them like the butterflies they didn't seem like they had um control over the tone um like when they wouldn't make that tone it just feels like it's something that happens um metaphysically all the time um i feel like they can like change their tones as well but with the moths I feel like they are very particular about which tone they're making and I don't know why that would be but that's really cool that's fun I like that um but yeah it's kind of like um like bells chiming again or like a tuning fork but really low um almost so much so low that if it was like an actual sound I don't think that you would hear it I don't think it would. It would be hard to hear and hard to pick up on. But they. Why do they? Obviously, they like like coming out at the night at nighttime, but I don't understand why spirits would view things through them. And I believe personally that like spirits can view through any animals, and a lot of times that's to me is cats, um, is what I get when when I talk about that kind of stuff is that a lot of times they use different animals to view things through, um, and they can like view through their eyes. Um, and like in, for an example, my grandparents, my grandma, um, she, she had a lot of cats, wild cats. that just showed up like they didn't, they didn't have indoor cats. Um, some of them became indoor cats after they started getting older, but they never actually were meant to be indoor cats. Um, and I, when I tell you they lived in the middle of nowhere, the middle of nowhere, like they lived on 20 acres and you could go days without seeing like another car or another person, if you like, depending on where you're at on the property. Um, but they absolutely do not have like, it's like 30 minutes to town. So the fact that she attracted cats and that was part of her energy that she like drew in these cats um but their spirit guides actually used cats to protect her um, and used cats to um, watch over and there's different um, like ancestors within her family as well as family members that were from this life too as well um, that have watched over her through cats and they use their eyes to see what's happening even though they know see here feel everything um i don't know why they i get that information for that um but it's kind of like an extra like it's like physically experiencing it for the spirit that is watching through their eyes so they're able to actually physically manipulate the cat in some ways not like not like a possession or like you know, they're being taken over or anything, but they can almost like influence what the cat is doing. So that way they can make sure that the person they're watching is, is protected. Um, what they're protecting her from, I'm not sure, but also some of the spirits that were, you know, inside or her up, taken over these cats, um, just wanted to make sure that they were okay. Um, which is really cute and really sweet. And this is a side tangent, by the way, <laughs> totally not talking about moths anymore um but yeah it was it's really cute that 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 they look through when spirits look through animals um and different things which looking through moths i think is a little bit fun um a little bit weird though too as well because like i wouldn't choose a moth to look through it unless it's like a weird uh like a really weird perspective that i just wouldn't understand unless i was a moth in that case heck yeah Show me what it looks like to look through a moth someone look it up right now, please. <laughs> I want to know what the vision looks like <laughs> um, but yeah they they have lower tones. Let's look them up in the book and let's see if they talk about moths in here. Oh my God, moths are in here for sure um look look how cute that is here sorry this is this is for the YouTube viewers if um, anyone that is on one of the podcast listing. Platforms, please come over to the YouTube channel where you can see these images in this book. It's they're really cute. I don't know who. Um actually, I do know who illustrated because it's right here on the book. I could just like, you know, look at it with my own eyes. Uh, William Santiago is the one that illustrated this. William, oh my god. Please, I love these illustrations. This is so cute. When to work with me. When you want to realize what you need to let go of, when you're ready for closure. When you want transformation shadow energy or clear your energy field. When you want to remain optimistic. When you want to move toward what is positive for you and your life. Energy medicine. What shadow aspect, the dark, hidden parts of you in your life is ready to be brought to light? Call me in for guidance in this healing revelation. I bring potent medicine of keeping faith Continue moving forward, following the path you've set for yourself. This is your call to stay strong and keep going. I am here to remind you of the power of attraction, the energy, the chemistry, the scent you experience with another will often provide you with an essential partnership wisdom. Is there something gradually dissolving in your life? A relationship? A passion? A goal? Take a moment now to pause and reflect on what is trying to to release and how that makes you feel. It's okay to let go. When challenge or difficult revelations arise, remember that you must navigate all the way through these processes in order to be reborn. Facing things honestly will allow you to eventually find liberation and joy. Man, I think this is so... I will not... I'm going to have to shut up about talking about how cute this book is. It's so cute. And I, once again, because I was so excited to know the spiritual meaning, I forgot to guess it beforehand. But if you want to guess some of the spiritual meanings beforehand, too, and leave that in the comments as well, that would be fun. Because I think it's really cute. And by the way, too, when it comes to spiritual meanings, I think that they're up to interpretation, as well as I think there is more than one. So... Don't be set on like this is what this means, and this is the only thing it means. Not necessarily, because as we have learned uh, on this podcast before, not everything is what it means uh, all the time. Things change, um, and depending on your perspective and the person that's perceiving things, they might interpret it different, and that is totally okay. Power practice: Moths are more uh, active at night, guided by light from moon and stars. For this practice, you'll tune in uh, to the guidance of the glowing celestial bodies in the night sky. Go outside when it's dark out and find a safe, comfortable place where you can sit or lie and gaze up at the night sky. Take a moment to be in awe of the universe, then call upon moth to join you now. Envision a moth flying up towards the sky to greet the stars and moon. Once the moth is fluttering high above you, ask, beautiful stars and moon, is there anything you would like me to know? Allow the moth to relay-, relay the messages from these cosmic bodies. Listen, when you finish gazing at the sky, envision the moth making its way back down to you on earth. Ask moth to support you in heeding the messages you received. So cute. Um, which I'm actually going to try some of these practices because... I just think they're they're cool. To be guided by these bugs, um, like the different bugs and the different animals in this book and like using that as a form of like meditation, I think is a really, really cool idea. Um, And I I really want to try some of these, I really do. So let's go ahead and move on to the next bug, uh, which I believe this is number four, correct? I've lost count. Yeah, let's go ahead and do the next one. So number four, I believe. All right, what do we got? We got Smug Bugs. I have no idea what those are. I have never heard of that before. Smug Bugs? Interesting. And I doubt that that's going to be in this book, but I'm going to look anyways. All right, so Smug Bugs. What kind of information am I going to receive about them? Um, smug Bugs... <sighs> Are these kind of like roly-polies type deal? Or am I just like crazy? That's kind of what they show me. They kind of look like roly-polies type deal. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But they sound like (laughs) rock tumblers. They sound like rock, like stone rolling. Do these things like roll around or something? Truly, I have. This is the first one that I've come across that I have no idea what it is. Um, this might be completely wrong, but they kind of seem angry. <laughs> They're like frustrated. <laughs> Do they have like, man, this is weird. I don't know if this, these are going to have a spiritual meeting either, too, as well. <laughs> um, They're really kind of cool. I'm not getting very many like noises or anything from them. So I'm not getting a lot of information. Smug bugs. Oh, they seem really angry though. All right, I'm gonna have to look them up and see what they look like. Let's look at, see what they look like first. Okay, so they're kind of like an isopod. So they're, they're kind of like roly polies. That's essentially what they are, um, which... I don't know where that name came from. I, that was suggested by someone in the comments, and I didn't do any research on these. So I'm like, I don't know if any of these are real because no one vetted this list to see if they were real or see if they could find them. So there very well may could be something on this list that's like totally not real at all whatsoever, um, which like it kind of seems like this one is real. <laughs> um, I don't want to accuse anyone of n- putting in fake bugs in this list. The next one will be if we do another one like this. It will be vetted and i will have a little bit more um like research done behind the scenes this podcast just didn't come out a little bit quicker um so i didn't have the time to do to do all of that or have someone do that um but yeah they're kind of like roly polies that's what they kind of seem like um i don't know they're cute i don't think that they i don't know if they have like spiritually they mean anything I don't know, it's really hard to find information because there's a website called SmugBug <laughs> um, and they they uh, just, I think they maybe they just sell, sell like isopods. So it's really hard to find information on like which one that was in particular. I don't necessarily, I'm not getting anything, um, perceiving anything like a spiritual meaning of these bugs. I'm going to have to do more research to see If I can figure out which one it is and I will insert it here um, in the actual video if I can um, like find out what that what like a a spiritual meaning of that is Um, because I'm not getting one right now. But that doesn't mean that I will get one um, or I won't get one. So I will insert more here right now that you can read as I'm kind of talking um, about them. Um, and any other information or any pictures or anything of them that I can find. Because I can't necessarily pinpoint exactly what that is because it seems like it's a group of bugs more than just like one in particular. So, um, but they do make like stone noises, like I said. So I feel like they're real. I don't know. I'm not sure on that one. <laughs> um, it, it seems like they're, it's just like an isopod essentially. But they are cool regardless, they're angry boys. They're a little bit grumpy. So let's go ahead and go and do number five. Number five, we'll go ahead and spin the wheel of bugs to see what's next. What do we got now? June bugs, ooh, interesting. I hate june bugs that's gross i don't like them um they uh, they make like a rattling noise for me uh it's almost like if you have candy and like an egg um like a like an easter egg and you like shake it they make like a rattling noise and i don't like that that's gross so yeah they kind of make like a rattling noise they also make like a weird high pitch like I don't I don't like them. I really don't like June bugs because they like stick to things. They're sticky because um, they get like cotton carpet and stuff and they just come in. I don't I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Um, They also are very like loner bugs too. like they don't like travel in packs or anything. They don't do they're kind of talking telling me like they they kind of like are alone. I guess I'm not sure if that's accurate or not. But i'm trying to train my claircognizance to do. just saying the things that come to my brain i'm trying to be better about like speaking the things that um come to me just saying whatever it is and not trying to interpret it more interpret it more than what i need to and just kind of just talk and let it kind of roll out because it seems like when i do that i get more information um yeah, they kind of have like that rattling noise and they've got like a gross, like high-pitched noise too as well. Like they scream. Uh, that's really weird. I don't like that. Ew. Ew. <laughs> Ew. I don't know. They're interesting. Let's go ahead and look up the um the spiritual meaning of it. I think that it spiritually, they probably are Oh, that's going to be interesting. They kind of feel like they're cycle heavy too as well. So like they deal with cycles, but they also feel very like spur of the moment type energy. That was a weird, weird way to describe spiritual meaning, but it kind of feels like a fast, like quick paced energy, if that makes any sense. I'm not sure if it does. Might just be talking out of my ass at this point. So... They also feel very. They don't really talk. Okay, well that's mean. Uh, my spirit guides like, well yeah, they're a bug. Why would they talk? <laughs> Great, thank you for reinforcing that. Spirit guides, they're like, why would they talk? There's no point for them to talk because they're bugs. But they talk. They talk amongst each other with that like high pitched squeaking noise. Ooh, so I could just like feel their sticky feet like scurrying across like the the table ew 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 okay i'm gonna look up the spiritual meeting now to see what what the internet says oh this is interesting there's kind of a couple meetings in here um with june bugs when it comes to like symbolization. um they mean protection when their hard outer with their hard outer shell june bugs have been considered to be to bring protection to those who see them um, June bugs and beetles in nature are quite tough and go through many things throughout their short lives. Um, they can withstand nature and all of her elements, which makes them a great sign of persistence and protection. Uh, if you counter a Junebug, uh, it can possibly be a sign from the universe that you're being protected by forces that you're unaware of. It could bring a sign of work on your own um, outer shell and start protecting yourself from those around who wish you to bring harm. Interesting success beetles and June bugs have been said to bring with them career developments, success and material gain. Um, that's cool. Okay. beetles are notorious for pushing forward and completing their goals and seeing a, a June bug as a sign that you must nature this quality within yourself. Intuition. June bugs and beetles are almost one with the earth and have an uncanny intuition. This is a sign that you need to ground yourself and find your own. Cool. Balance. Beetle and June bugs are balanced by nature, and seeing one denotes that you may be struggling with your own balance in life. Interesting. So, if anyone has June bug spirit guides, let me know. Um, spirit guide signs, that is, not spirit guides. I mean, I guess your spirit guide could be a June bug if you want it to be. You want to perceive them that way uh, or how they show themselves that way. <laughs> That's fun, though. Um, so let's go ahead and go on to the number, I believe, six at this point we are at. Uh, the next one I actually want to talk about is going to be ticks. It's not on the wheel. Um, for some reason, it was supposed to be on the wheel. Um, but I wanted to talk about this one because I think that they're funny. Um, and I have actually talked to ticks before. Um, ticks are gross. I don't like them. Um, they are very, uh, they're very audience, Um, and they're very much, they're very scammy, uh, and they're very like plotty, um, with, with, uh, with what it is they want to do. So obviously like their main goal is to, to like attach themselves to an animal or whatever or person and like, you know, go with that person and kind of feed off of them essentially, uh, is what they're doing. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> ticks are very um they're like you know like the the stereotypical someone in a trench coat and they're like trying to sell you something. That's what they're trying to do. Uh they're like trying to sell themselves. They are liars. They lie. Um and the reason why I know about that is cuz my sister's dog um she actually talks to the ticks. I, by the way, I sound crazy when I talk about this stuff. And it, this is part of the reason why I just like don't believe it's real. Um, it's because when I talk, talk and tell these stories, they sound so crazy. (laughs) Um, but so with the, with the ticks, um, my sister's dog actually talks to them. Um, and so when she like talks to them, they, that they're like, oh, like we're so small. We need a ride. Like, would you mind? carrying us and she my sister's dog is very much the type of dog to be like oh yeah let's go let's do that that sounds fun come on let's go so she is of course the sweetest dog in the world and will be like you're so small yeah of course i could give you right just go ahead and hop on so she gets a lot of ticks on her um and it doesn't help that ticks were really bad this last year but like this is even in years when they they weren't bad um but she allows these ticks to get on her to give them a ride which is really sweet of her but they're lying to her um so they're very like very much like <laughs> very much they're they're scamming her they're scamming people they're lying um which i think is really funny um they're kind of mean too as well um so when you like pull them off they get like really angry they're like come on man like give me a break <laughs> uh but they don't make um they don't really make any noises um like metaphysically that I can hear besides for their voices which I can hear cuz it was like a sh- yeah you say hey like um oh it's like the the foot from um Courage the Cowardly Dog that's a really obscure reference by the way um but they're all like have like an accent and they all are like hey say yeah I say <sighs> <laughs> Which is so funny. Maybe I'll insert a <laughs> clip of that here. Um, but um they kind of like travel in groups, um, and they kind of do things as a group, or whatever. Um, but they they're really funny. Um spiritually, I feel like persistence is the the key word here to use because they are very persistent because they will live through a lot of circumstances. So I feel like they're spiritually, they mean persistence um, and perseverance and basically overcoming all of the odds to do something. Um, And they do not let go of their goal too as well. So uh, that one I know for sure. I'm pretty sure this is in the book. So I'm going to look this one up real quick to see what we have spiritually. Okay, so yes, they are in this book. Um, So let's go ahead and read about ticks. When to work with me. Uh, When you want to practice non-attachment. Interesting. Uh, When you want to embody full power. When you want to transcend your fears. When you don't want to ignore what's holding you back anymore. When you want to alchemize Alchemize? and heal trauma. I don't know how to read. So this is really hard sometimes. Energy medicine. My medicine can be very confrontational. I can instantly take you to a to places and depths within yourself that you haven't experienced in a long time. Trust your ability to navigate this. Call on me to, uh, to face the fears you've been avoiding. When fear presents, do you spin out into terrified thoughts? My medicine will help you stay centered so that you can understand the fear and eventually access, ac- access a higher and more resolute state of being. I share an offering of the remembrance that you cannot embody your full power without first doing shadow work. By facing aspects of yourself or your life that you'd rather ignore because they are, they are too terrifying or shameful, you actually empower and free yourself. Is someone or something invading your energy? Is there an attachment in your life? that you need to disengage from. Call on me to aid in this process. I remind you that even anguishing moments uh, can turn into miraculous gifts. All right, and then we have power practice. Uh, While this creature may not be the prettiest or most appealing power animal, Tick reminds us to uh, respect that all beings have incredibly important messages and teachings no matter their outward appearance in fact many life experiences are similar in that they may initially present as scary unpleasant or dark but end up revealing untapped power within us or opportunities to improve our lives in this practice you will work with tick to face discomfort in order to bring bring forth your greatest self to begin to uh, to begin sit in a quiet private space with your journal and pen close your eyes connect with your heart and breathe and call forward call tick forward to be your guide ask yourself when i'm scared or uncomfortable what distractions do i go to as ask it as many times as you need allow all answers to be revealed and log them in your journal then ask yourself next time i am filled with fear how can i stay present What tools do I have to remain calm and centered as I feel discomfort? Record your answers in your journal. Thank yourself and Tick for being willing to bring forward this potent and vital information that allows deepest transformation. Oh, and there's a little note here too as well. If you need guidance in processing or healing from any of the information presented, be sure to reach out to a trusted therapist and healer. This kind of deep emotional work requires support. Yes. I emphasize that if you are doing something that is deep, um, shadow work or deep, um, like reflection, please, please, please reach out to someone for support. If you are, are, are going through something that is very intense or experiencing something that's very intense, um, even though like a lot of times, and I am guilty of this myself, um, If it feels like it feels almost like you're guilty um, for experiencing those emotions or feel like you're, you know, you're like, oh, well, no one wants to hear my like my emotions, my feelings, please, please, please reach out to someone because your emotions are valid um, and they can be very challenging to deal with at times, uh, especially when it comes to shadow work and spiritual things. Um, And that's something that's not talked about a lot, but. Those type of things don't happen overnight. And a lot of times um, on this podcast, I'll talk about things that I have like come to like experience and understand and had like revelations about um, things that I've experienced and um, things that I've gone through. And I haven't gotten to a lot of those very like deep messages. Um, But those don't happen. Like those realizations don't happen like overnight. Yes. Can they? Yes, they can happen overnight and they have for me. Um, But sometimes it just takes a lot of time to understand what you're going through and what um, emotions and feelings you're kind of like pulling up with some of this work. Um, But yeah, please take your time experiencing those emotions and those feelings and that kind of stuff. Um, It is definitely a lot. um, And it it, it does, I would say, reach out to your friends for support if you have someone that is willing to listen to that. And if you have a therapist, good on you because I don't have one, but I need one. Let me tell you. I need to go see a therapist because there are some things that are just really hard to process by yourself. Yeah. So this is really interesting because this talks about attachments, like being attached, um, as well as like letting go of things, uh, which is interesting because the tick is really persistent, which according to my interpretation was, was not what they had in this book, which is fine. Um, but the fact that it's like letting go of things and, um, relieving like emotions and letting go of, attachments in your life that you need to disengage from It's really interesting that it's the opposite of what ticks actually do like ticks hold on and they do not let go. So that's really cool, but I love this. This is so fun. Oh my God. So, uh, let's go ahead and do number, uh, seven. So what we gonna get, let's see here. We've got crickets. Okay. Um, totally can talk about crickets, hate crickets, hate that they make so much noise. Totally fine though. Um, love crickets, love crickets. It's okay. I love you. I don't. (laughs) So next up we have crickets, which I already kind of know a little bit of some of the spiritual meanings behind crickets, but crickets are like a sign of luck in some cultures. Um, particularly I believe in like, um, in some like Chinese cultures as well. Um, there might be like a particular one with that. I have not done a lot of research on that, so I could be wrong. Uh, but I do know that the uh, crickets are a sign of luck in some cultures. Um, but they, um, they don't really make any other... N- well, maybe they do. Obviously, they make cricket noises because, you know, they're little chirping noises. But I also feel like they are very wise and they are very like... They're very old souls and old spirits, which is interesting. But they don't make any other noises. They, they kind of they kind of do. Uh, it's it's noises when they make like they're chirping like cricket noises. They make other noises with that that harmonize with each other, uh, which a lot of people don't perceive at all. But they're very interesting. That they're so wise too as well they like to tell stories to each other and that's why they're so talkative talkative is because they're telling stories to their, like their friends and their family and they're just telling stories all the time. That's so cute. That's so funny. I like that. I love that. That's so much fun. Um, Let's go ahead and look up the spiritual meaning. Like I said, I, I think my camera just skipped and I don't know what happened. Is it fine? I hope so. Um, so I think that like, obviously the luck part is, is pretty good, um, for like a spiritual meeting. Um, but I feel like they also, Oh, I feel like they like talk about life teachings a lot, um, and learning from past mistakes, which is interesting. I don't know if that's true or not, but we're about to find out. So let me look it up in this book. Oh, the illustrations are so good. So we've got the crickets. Um. So when to work with me? When you want us uh, to seize bigger opportunities. When you want to express your soul's purpose. When you want to open your heart. When you need to clear clarity on decisions. When you want to be filled with integrity, and when you want higher vibrations. They are very much higher vibrations. Um, like the the tones that I hear are very um. They're a lot higher than what, um, we've heard from the other, um, bugs that we've talked about today. So I want to talk about, um, the soul's purpose, uh, as well. I don't believe that here on this earth, we only have one soul purpose. I believe we have multiple purposes and I believe that because, um, I don't think that you are purposely supposed to do just one thing in your life i think that you're supposed to do many things in your life and that is to fulfill your soul contract as well as to fulfill your soul in general um, and help you learn in this life so uh, when it comes to like you know like oh i want to find my purpose i want to find my purpose you may have already found one of your purposes um and there can be many of them um your purpose might just be for a day where you know you're walking down the road um, walking down the street and you say hi to someone and you by saying hi to that person could have changed the entire direction of their day because you don't know what that person's going through Um, and that could have saved them in some way or if you do some like type of nice gesture or you know kind of help someone out um, those things could be part of your purpose like you could have been meant to do that Um, And that is totally okay if that's like part of your purpose. And then you have your larger purpose too as well. Like what you're here for, what you want to do, what you want to share, what you want to experience, all of that. So don't think that you have just one purpose. And it is totally okay if you don't know what that purpose is too as well. A lot of people get wrapped up in that. Like they're like, oh, like I need to know what my purpose is. I need to have a purpose. No, you don't. Because sometimes... The path between when you find out and when you don't know is very a very, very important experience that you must have or experience that you'll, you'll have in your life. Um, it is important to take your time between those two things of when you know and when you don't know or when you don't know to when you do know. That is very, very important, um, at least to me personally. Um, and I welcome uh, anyone else that, you know, has any other um, comments about that to like, please tell me what you think about like your your life's purpose, that kind of stuff. If you think that there is one, um, because I could be wrong in my interpretation of it. And maybe I'm just saying that because it makes me feel more comfortable with myself. But um, I don't I don't believe there's one purpose. Um, so going to the next one, um, let's look at energy medicine. Now I am known for. For my voice and song, I help you find your voice and discover your unique song. I am a protector of what is positive. Call upon me to bring forward a vibration lifting experience in your life. Transparency and integrity are my main medicines. I am here to remind you that this is better to be honest and real. Transparency is clear energy and provides a clear path. Manipulation and delusions create fog, chaos, and distortion. Staying true to what you know is right will always provide unexpected miracles. I can help awaken your spiritual gifts like dream analysis, chakra healing and aura energy readings, and more. Call upon me when you're ready to connect with your spiritual potential. Are you expressing your heart? Are you holding back on love? Remember your true power and greatest guidance system lives in your heart center, don't let them lay dormant. Now is a ripe time of higher possibilities for you. What is presenting in your life that you should take the leap forward? Power practice. In this practice, you will connect with Cricket's song Medicine. Sit nice and tall with your spine erect, close your eyes, connect with your breath, and call upon Cricket to join you in ceremony. Hear the sound of its chirping song in your head. Now give yourself full permission to start singing or using your voice in whatever way your spirit is called to. Allow the sounds to emanate from you in any way they come out. Don't edit or hold back. Let yourself be open, free and uninhabited. If you have a drum rattle or other instrument on hand, bring that into the song. This practice is simply about letting your voice and the sound of your soul be heard in whatever form they wish with no judgment or pretense. Once you've completed this practice, thank cricket and ask to remain with you in bringing your true song to the world. That is so cute and that's such a good message too as well. Like, I know this is a book and like, this is like, oh, like happy endings are, this is so cute. This is so cute. Oh my God, I can't get over it. So um, it's really interesting that it doesn't have like the, you know, the other meanings from other cultures in this book. Um, so it's a really a different take from what I have, I've thought to credit crickets to be. Um, but you know, singing your true song. So, so cute. All right. On to the next, we'll go ahead and do number eight, um, and we will spin the wheel of bugs to see what that's going to be. Let's see. We've got roaches. Oh no, I don't want to talk about roaches. (laughs) whoever commented that one thank you for commenting that but also ew don't comment that you didn't know what we were doing so it's not your fault i love you (laughs) uh but roaches um do they smell like peanut butter because i got that almost right off the bat is that a thing do roaches smell like peanut butter do i need to google that my google history after this is going to be wild (laughs) Uh, because i'm not looking up any of this stuff until i like actually kind of go through (laughs) the video, uh, and edit this, but do they smell like peanut butter. Cause gross. Um, I don't like that. Uh, they have, they're very persistent too as well. Um, they also kind of feel like they're kind of mean. I don't know. They're kind of like, I feel like they, they're making fun of me. I don't know why they're making fun of me. Stop making fun of me. I don't want to be made fun of by roaches, cockroaches. Um, yeah. Gross. Um they oh, they just give off a bad scent. I don't do they do do roaches give off a scent? Is that a thing? I feel like that's a thing. But like, ew, gross. Um they are very skittery. Oh, they sound like skittery things for me. Ew, that's gross. I don't like that. Ew, ew, why are they like that? <laughs> um, They're kind of mean though. They kind of like, <laughs> they joke a lot. They make a lot of jokes, but they also are like evasive intentionally. So like they move really quick because they think it's funny. If you like try to like, if you ever try to kill a cockroach or a roach of any type uh, uh, of sorts um, they move very fast. It's almost like a game to them, which is so funny. <laughs> um, I don't know if they make any other like noises at all. They they make very skittery noises, and I don't like that. But they kind of have like a mm, ew ew. I don't like I don't like talking about them. There's a reason why they would they would survive a nuclear war. Oh my gosh um <laughs> because they are very very persistent oh my gosh i which i don't know if that's true if they would actually but if they do fun um yeah they do they Ooh, they make like stiff sniffing noises do they have like i don't know if they like can actually like smell things or not but i i feel like i just get like a kind of like sniffy type noises from them. So they're like seeking out food or whatever. That's weird. I don't know if I like that, but um, I wonder if they're in here. Um, Spiritual meetings um, for for roaches, um, I feel like they are spiritually, they probably are like very... Protected, they're fast-moving energy, so they're like kind of protecting, um, like protective energy. Maybe I'm not sure. So let's go ahead and look to see if this book's got anything in it about about that. Oh, so this splits it up into like if they're living or if you see them when, they've been, when they when they're already dead. Um, so that's interesting that it's split up between how you've seen them. So. Um, In essence, when seeing a dead cockroach in your house, you should be aware that change is inevitable, Uh, but it often brings new opportunities. It brings the following additional spiritual messages. The end of a season, it warns you against uh, carelessness. It helps you mind and be reassured of the victory in your life. Also, it is believed to be a sign of victory over your enemies. Interesting. That's aggressive. I don't like that um let's see if there's anything on what are the other ones uh for i think this is for living um they could mean that it's an omen of resilience indicates uh that need the need for spiritual knowledge it brings an energy from inner strength in some cases it's a warning sign a sign of clarity it helps us stay protected it encourages you to walk are work hard for your dreams. Um, a sign of determination. It means that the spiritual world is watching over you. Cockroaches inspire us to keep our secrets to ourselves. It brings good luck. I disagree. I don't think that they bring good luck. Maybe they do, but um they're just gross and I don't like them. So I don't want them to have that sign. So. Moving on to the next one, because I can't talk about them anymore because they're too skittery for me. Uh, The next one we're actually going to talk about is not going to be on the wheel either. Um, I think I put it on the wheel um, somewhere, but uh, I wanted to talk about them because it is a problem that I have in this new house, and that is stink bugs. Ew, I hate it. I cannot deal with stink bugs. Uh. They are so gross to me and so ugh, I can't do it. I can't do it. No, nope, I can't do it. Um, the reason why I wanted to have bugs or stink bugs on here is because I see them so often in this house um, and I don't know where they come in at. I, I have a scary crawl space and is sealed by a big heavy door so you would think that um, nothing can get in through there uh, and they shouldn't be getting in through there so I don't know where else they're coming from. Um, it's gross, and I really don't like them. They sound like rubber, like leather pants in some cases when they, like, move. And when they fly, the fluttering noise that they make is disgusting. I bleh, I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, and I don't know if they're in this book or not, but I have a feeling which i kind of looked up the meanings of um stink bugs at some point too um and i i don't know if they're in here or not but we're just gonna jump straight to to talking about them because i i can't handle the stink bugs and like they're so annoying uh they the way that they talk to as well is they talk kind of like they have kind of like smart mouths smart mouths they like they just show up and they just kind of act like a nuisance. It's I don't I truly, truly don't understand um how they get into my house. I don't understand where they come from. They just they're just there. Um and I am convinced that they just material materialize out of nothing. Um but they are very don't like Don't like them. All right. So here are um, the spiritual meanings of stink bugs, which I have a feeling um, persistence is one of them um, already because I believe I've looked this one up already. So I kind of already know it. Um, I cheated. I didn't cheat. I just... I looked these up um, when I was talking to some friends about this, um, this book, and they're like, well, let's look it up. So I already know kind of the meanings a little bit. Um, But the first one is... Uh, persistence. Sing bugs are known for their persistence and resilience, uh, which is why they have become a popular symbol of these qualities. Um, these insects, insects are known for their ability to survive in adverse c- conditions such as extreme temperatures and can even go long periods without food or water. Yeah, they do. Because there's been one that's in my house somewhere that I couldn't find where it went. Um, and it took me weeks to find it. I could not find it. Finally found it. It was still alive. Um, and I'm pretty sure it was the same one because it was in the general area of where, uh, I saw it fly to, which I don't usually see them like fly. Um, but I like heard it in when my light was off and it was dark. I just heard this like, I was like, Oh, what is this? This is gross. Ew. Um, and I knew it was a stink bug. Um, but they, they're attracted to warmth. Um, so my house, since it has a crawl space, um, there is like earth that is visible through my crawl space too as well. So they kind of just like come out of the ground, I guess, um, and somehow make it into my house, which I don't understand still. I don't have like vents on the floor. They're on the ceiling. So uh, they're not coming through the vents. Um, that's for sure. Uh, they're also known for their ability to to adapt to new environments quickly, making them highly adaptable creatures. Uh, In many cultures, stink bugs are seen as a symbol of persistence and determination. Um, So that's interesting. Uh, Renewal. Stink bugs can also symbolize renewal due to their processes of molting. Molting is a natural process in which the stink bug sheds its outer layer of skin. Um, Revealing a new one underneath. This process is necessary for growth and development. Um, I don't know what stink bugs smell like, though. Because um, I've never smashed one, but I think that they're supposed to smell, given the name that they're called stink bugs when you smash them. Um, I don't know what they smell like. But to me, it is very, it's like a foul, pungent, like, almost like sweet odor. I don't know if that's true, but that's like what I'm perceiving about that. Um, as the stink bug out outgrows its current shell, it must shed and make new for... Uh, a new and larger one. Symbolically, this can mean uh, representation, renewal, uh, and transformation. The stink bug sheds its old skin, leaving behind the past and embracing the new future. That is a good message. I do like that. Uh, transformation. When they are born, stink bugs appear as small, wingless nymphs. Uh, as they grow, they shed their skin and develop wings. This transformation process represents significant change in growth, which can be a powerful symbol for those Going through personal transformations in their lives. Um, interesting. Defense. Stink bugs are known for their strong defense mechanism, which includes emitting a foul odor to determine predator, deter predators. This defensive ability is a significant factor in their symbolism of defense. Uh, the stink bug encourages individuals to protect themselves from harm uh, and to have a strong sense of self defense. The stink bug's hard exoteles, exoskeleton and ability to blend in with its surrounding and contribute to its symbolism uh, of defense. These features remind us to stay grounded, protect ourselves, and be mindful of our surroundings. Overall, the stink bug symbolization um, of defense serves as a powerful reminder to be proactive and protective in our lives, both physically and emotionally, emotionally. Interesting. And there's more here too, as well. So it's not the only one. Ew. Okay, wait, that's just a different bug. I thought that there was like a different type of stink bug that was red. No, this is... No, I think this is something different. Oh, no, they can. Ew. Ooh, can you imagine having red stink bugs? They can... Stink bugs can be green, brown, yellow, and red. Ew. I don't like that. I don't like... I have the brown ones. I don't like that. I really don't like that. I don't like that they can be different colors. Ew. Interesting. But anyways, I digress. So uh, number 10, we'll go ahead and get into the last one. I believe this is going to be the last one. Um, I'm pretty sure we've done 10 unless I've miscounted in that case. I'm so sorry. I can't count, but let's go ahead and spin the wheel of bugs for the last time. Uh, Let's see what we get. Please be something good. Stick bugs. Interesting. So stick bugs, um, they are not in the book. I don't believe they are. At least, um, they, um, they kind of feel very. They're very quiet. Um, obviously they're stick bugs, um, but they're very shy. Um, and they're very. They very much keep to themselves, from what I can tell um stick bugs they kind of I don't know if they have like any sounds that they make that I can hear um they kind of they don't really make a lot of noise for me I don't hear anything metaphysically uh for that one which that's the first one I've not been able to perceive like anything from at all really well I think there was one other one that I think that I couldn't perceive either as well but they don't really like make very many noises they kind of whisper to each other though which is interesting so like that's how they kind of cock and communicate with each other they kind of just whisper um but so with stink bugs i um so i feel like metaphysically they um they have to deal with like secrets maybe or like something secretive um, which like secret secrets are no fun unless you share them with everyone. So share your secrets. Don't share your secrets. You don't have to. I won't pressure you. But um, they feel very like they like tell each other secrets too as well. Interesting. That's fun. So maybe they're secretive, like metaphysically. That's what they're like. They mean, let me look it up because it's not in the book, but we'll find it here. Uh, patience in stillness. Um, So stink bug stink bugs. So stick bugs um, mean patience and stillness. The stick bug's remarkable ability to blend in with its surroundings and remain motionless for extended periods uh, symbolizes the importance of patience, stillness, and waiting for the right moment in various spiritual practices. Uh, Camouflage and adaptability. The stick bug's unique appearance and ability to mimic twigs and branches demonstrates the spiritual lesson of adaptability and the need to blend in with one's environment. It teaches us to be flexible and adjust to different situations. Invisibility and protection. The stink bug's uh, ability to remain unseen due to its excellent camouflage serves as a reminder of importance in protecting oneself from potential threats or negative energies. Uh, harmony and balance. The stick bug's resemblance to nature elements such as twig represents the spiritual concept of harmony and balance in nature. It emphasizes the need to find equilibrium within oneself and live in harmony with the world around us. That is so interesting. So this whole thing has is like one big experiment because I had no idea how it's going to turn out. But I love this. And I'm sorry if it like kind of seems like a little bit scattery. This is, you know, the, the, the first like one that I've done like this before. This whole thing has been so cool and so interesting. And I absolutely adore this idea of talking to different things. Um, And you know what kind of want to do this with animals and spirit animals and see like what your guys's spirit guides, um, like your spirit guide signs mean. Uh, So in the comments, uh, along with everything else that I've told you already put in the comments today, please leave your, um, your spirit guide signs. If they're animals um, and let me know like what they are, uh, if they're animals, if they're insects, they're bugs, maybe we'll do a whole episode on what your, um spirit guide signs mean um in particular which if your spirit guide sign were one of the ones that we talked about today please let me know in the comments to see and like tell me if that like lines up with like things you're experiencing because like mine about praying mantises um uh, really lined up for me uh it really did so um but this book is really great it's in the um the description below and i'll have it in the show notes too as well for those that are listening and not watching This is really fun. I really loved this. I really hope that you guys enjoy this. It's gonna be a little bit of an extra long podcast because I've been here for about two hours at this point. Um, So it might get split up into two. We'll see what happens. Um, But uh, this was really fun and I think that I wanna do this again. So uh, if you guys wanna leave suggestions for animals, um, you can also leave suggestions for other bugs uh, too as well in the comment section um, that you want me to do in the future. Uh, And I encourage um, unique answers, things that like wouldn't be common to as well, um, because I like to not know what they are. So that way I can like guess and like try to see if I perceive anything uh, and try to see if I can get like a good like read on them before I talk about them. So uh, I really hope that uh, you guys enjoy this podcast as much as what I did. I really love it. This is really different, um, you know, more so than usual. Um, But if you liked this kind of content, uh, please leave a comment below, give that a like, subscribe, um, share it with your friends. um, And if you want to see anything else like this in the future, um, please let me know your suggestions below of different things that we can listen to Claire Audiently or other things that we can do with Claire's too as well because I don't want to focus just on the ones that I'm particularly good at um, because there are other Claire's that I needed to train myself but I think we're going to end it here today I believe we hit 10 I'm not sure what happened but I will see you guys in the next episode goodbye (laughs) goodbye